0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day. BYU adds new support staff, eight new positions created, some guys promoted, other guys getting new opportunities within the BYU football program. We're breaking it all down ahead for you guys on today's edition of Locked On Cougars. Let's roll. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars. Welcome in to the Locked On Cougars podcast, your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Very proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where, of course, the motto is your team every day. And as such, this is your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Uh, We are free and available on all platforms out there, including YouTube. I'm pointing down to this little corner here. If you're watching this on video, hit that button. Subscribe for new podcasts, enable notifications, like, rate, review, comment share all that fun stuff help us build this audience we're also free and available on all the other podcasting platforms you can imagine out there uh, just to by way of introduction for those of you who may be checking us out for the first time i am the executive producer of g of dj and pk in the morning i apologize on the zone sports network of course uh doing all things with regards to sports in the state of utah but on this podcast i am your byu insider covering all things byu bringing it to you on the daily and a huge thank you once again for checking out the show if you want to follow my work online, you can do so on Twitter. I'm at Jacob C. Hatch. And, of course, you can follow the show at all times. Locked on Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always love your guys' patronage, your comments, your reaction, all that fun stuff. Huge thank you for your support of the podcast as always. All right, diving in here on today's show, let's talk BYU football. The announcement coming yesterday that Kalani Sitake, BYU head coach, he's announced the eight new hires or eight new off-field positions uh, with the BYU football program. And let me just say off the top here, how they freaking Louya, BYU is finally investing in this program. We heard when they announced the new deal for Kalani Sitake with regards to his uh, new contract. It was quote-unquote unprecedented. And a lot of people have wondered, okay, What does unprecedented actually stand for? Well, considering BYU had a grand total of four off-field staff positions, increasing that number by four and even actually no by five because Jason Ayu, who was already previously running the recruiting operations for BYU football, he wasn't even mentioned in this announcement. So that means there are at least five new positions being created with the BYU football program and that is a fantastic thing as BYU gets ready to join the Big 12 here in just over a year's time. They obviously have a lot of work cut out for them, but these new eight positions are going to help BYU streamline the processes and do stuff behind the scenes that allow the BYU staff the coaches themselves, so Kalani Satake and his 10 on-field assistants they can focus more on the task at hand that is mainly one, winning games on the football field, and number two obviously handle the recruiting on the road as well. So let's break down uh, what the support staff will look like and how it's going to operate. John Swift, who has been serving as BYU's Director of Football Operations, is now a, the newly appointed Chief of Staff. He has been serving for the last four years as the DFO for Kalani Satake. Billy Nixon, who has been overseeing the player the player experience and equipment operations side of things, will be the new Director of Football Operations, replacing John Swift in that position, while Jack DeMooney, the on-campus recruiting community slash player relations coordinator, is now officially his title, the Director of Football Relations. That encompasses all things. We're going to talk about each of these positions and what I think of them here in just a little bit. But also, Satake also announced the additions of Justin Anderson as the Director of Player Personnel. Mike Hall, the former BYU Hoop star, is actually joining the BYU Football Program as the Director of Player Development. Brandon Bradley is now the Director of Campus Experience, and Josh Hewitt is the new Director of Equipment Operations for Football. Meanwhile, Dan Wilcox, who's been providing nutrition services for the team, has officially been hired is the Director of Football Sports Performance Nutrition, a.k.a. he is the guy that is going to direct how these players eat, when they should eat, all that fun stuff. My overall takeaway from this is BYU realized when they were trying to retain Kalani Sitake because he had a lot of interest in terms of vacant head coaching jobs. I'm telling you, the smoke around that Oregon job for Kalani Sitake—it was not smoke, folks. There was legit interest on the part of the Ducks uh, in terms of potentially hiring away Kalani Sitake. BYU stepped up to the plate financially and has essentially said, "Okay, what do you need, Kalani?" And he has laid out what he needs, and BYU is doing their absolute best right now to make sure that they acquiesce his requests in terms of upgrading the staff, making sure that he and his coaches feel at home and that they are in a position to succeed. It's anybody's guess how BYU is going to look when they join the Big 12 Conference. I'm of the opinion BYU actually can go in and be pretty competitive year one, but you need to have a staff that looks more like the staffs that BYU is going up against. You can look at all these different coaching staffs around the country I point to this one all the time, but Billy Napier was hired as the University of Florida's new head coach this past offseason, and I'm not expecting BYU to match what Florida did for Napier, but Billy Napier came in and essentially every single day, it felt like, for two months straight, there was a new staffer being added to his staff, and they were seemingly made up titles. The director of recruiting for XYZ dates, I, I don't know what they were doing, but they hired something like 70 to 80 new staffers for Billy Napier. Obviously, BYU, that's 10 times what they have done here with the eight new staffers. But the fact that BYU is actually rec- re- recruiting and adding new people into st- into the staff under Kalani Sitake, under his off-field uh, things inside this program, it's a welcome, welcome change of pace for BYU. For years and years, decade upon decade, the refrain was, well, we do more with less. Well, guess what? In this day and age of college football, you've got to have money to win at the level BYU expects to win at, especially as they go into the Big 12. Now, obviously, the big question will be, how much more can BYU give Kalani Satake? and how much more does Kalani Satake want to get? Well, guess what? We're going to let you hear from Kalani Satake himself. This is the new part of YouTube, by the way, folks. I am learning so many new things about using YouTube. I'm able to insert... Uh, a video clips into this I am able to play around with different things so guess what here is the debut of inserting a video clip as Kalani Satake explains how many more staffers he would like and if there is a time frame with regards to when those might be hired
0: I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's like a, a mapped out type of deal, but I want to hire as many as possible. Let's just put do it, put it that way. I want to hire all of you guys to be our own personal BYU media. <laughs> so you can be biased to the core and help us out. No, I, I don't. I, I'll take as much help as we can get and as much as I'm going to ask for probably way more than they're going to give us. But that's OK. Um I just feel like the, the listen. I, I I love being the head coach, but I can I can uh, work a lot better when I have a bunch of uh, bright minds in in the building and. Um and this, this helps us out, to be able to collaborate with so many people and, and get ideas and, and be innovative and find new ways to do things uh, and, and to really build on the culture that we have already established. Uh, that's something that you just, you can't just say that you have culture and then and when it's established, just hope that it works out. You just have to keep feeding it and you have to keep working on it and finding new ways to do things and try to keep things fresh, but also all, always looking to, to find ways to be updated and, and, and with the times.
1: So there you go, Kalani Sitake speaking to the media. That was during a press conference earlier on Monday. I'm recording this on Monday afternoon. Uh, But I really liked what he had to say. He said that he wants to see more staff added. He's going to request more than BYU probably can give him. And I... Hey, go for it. Shoot for the moon or shoot for the sun, land on the moon, shoot for the moon and land on the stars. What's the analogy there? But regardless, make sure you ask for as much as you possibly can get. You can always have them come back and say no. That is something that I think anybody out there you can t- take to heart. The worst uh, somebody can say to you is no. So Kalani Sitake, go out there and chase as much as you can get. Now, with regards to being BYU-sanctioned media, they already kind of have that with BYU Sports Nation and their uh, in-house media, but nice plug for him to give us some love in the media but nonetheless I think that the overall tenor right now for BYU football is that they're investing at a rate that is just unprecedented And that, that, that I'm bringing the quote back around it really is unprecedented what BYU Tom Homo, the BYU administration have done for the BYU football program I think that they finally caught vision of what it's going to entail as BYU moves into the Big 12 of what they need to do in terms of investment and obviously you're taking out uh, some money with regards, you're taking out I guess not money. You're taking out, I guess, a loan ahead of what is expected to be unprecedented money coming into the program as well because you're hiring the staff with essentially the same budget you've had for your entire time as an independent. There's probably some more money coming in with donors and all that type of stuff that are obviously excited about the success that BYU has had over the past two years. But I think the biggest thing is BYU's got to make sure they go out there and give this staff the best opportunity they can to land on their feet in the Big 12 and compete from the get-go. You don't want to be Utah and TCU where it took them some time in the case of Utah seemingly three four five years to finally find their footing inside the Pac-12 TCU was actually pretty competitive early on in the Big 12 play but they've had their stumbles along the way I think BYU is fully intent with the the runway they have been given going into the Big 12. They are intent on hitting the ground running once they enter that conference, and I can't blame them. I think it's a really, really smart strategy. All right, coming up here in just a minute, what do all of these new positions entail? We'll try and break it down for you guys. I'll give you my insight as to what to expect from each one of these guys, even if it's something you may not see in terms of a day-to-day thing for BYU, but each of these positions is actually very critical in their own way. We'll explain all of those here momentarily. First, though. Today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at Intercap Lending. There's a reason that no lender helps more families in the state of Utah with their mortgage needs than our friends at Intercap. The reason? Intercap Lending, they get deals done. They feature a quick and simple process. They close loans two weeks faster than the industry average. And although fast is great, the ultimate goal at Intercap Lending is to make sure you guys have a stress free home loan process. Any of you who have been through the home buying process, refinancing, all that stuff, you know how much of a hassle it can be. Intercap aims to make that as seamless and as painless as possible. That is what Locked On's personal loan officer at Intercap Lending, Steve Carter, has delivered to hundreds of Locked On listeners so far, including Locked On podcast founder, David Locke. Yes, the podfather himself has actually been through this process twice, if I'm not mistaken, with Intercap Lending. Let's be real. If Steve can help keep David on track, he can help anybody. And although Intercap is a relatively new sponsor here at the Locked On Cougars podcast, it is not a new company. They've been around for 44 years, since 1978. Uh, They've got all that experience behind them, and they want to bring that to bear as they You guys out, And Steve Carter has been providing Locked On listeners with that same great experience since 2018. Intercap Lending is headquartered in Utah, but licensed help with all of your mortgage needs in more than 40 states nationwide. So even if you don't live along the Wasatch Front, Intercap can help you guys out. And any questions you got, no matter what they might be, Steve would love nothing more than to help you guys out. You can reach out to him as direct line 385-800-8528. That is 385-8528. You will not find a more responsive loan officer. I can promise you that. If you'd like to help uh, if, you'd like help, if you'd like help Brokering some contact with Intercap Lending We'd love to help you guys out as well You can email me LockedOnBYU at gmail.com Is the email address Happy to get you in touch with Steve And obviously if you reference Locked On Cougars They're more than happy to give you guys a corporate discount So check that out my friends Once again Steve Carter His direct line 385-800-8528 Or you can email him SCarter C-A-R-T-E-R At intercaplending.com You also can go online and learn more at intercaplending.com That's Intercap Lending NMLS number 190465. Intercap Lending is an equal housing lender.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June thirty, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at kubotaorangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's Days.com.
1: All right, let's talk about the new positions on BYU staff in terms of the off-field staff. And let me be very clear up front. Very rarely will you see one of these guys not named Jack DeMooney on the sideline, I feel like. And if you do recognize them, it's probably because you have a personal connection to that individual. So John Swift is obviously going to run things behind the scenes. Essentially, he is going to be Kalani Sitake's right-hand man. He is going to run everything off the field. Uh, Essentially, consider him Kalani Sitake's protege, his alter ego when it comes to off-field things. As the Chief of Staff, according to the release from BYU, he's going to focus on maximizing football opportunities in all areas of the program. He will lead a, a team of directors, the other people we're going to talk about, on that support staff, and will focus on creating competitive advantages for the football program in recruiting, player experience, alumni relations, and player development. And the biggest thing about this is John Swift is actually taking on a role that has become more in vogue in recent years under college football regimes with these new head coaches. The Chief of Staff essentially handles everything in terms of the day-to-day, off-the-field stuff that Kalani Satake or another head coach doesn't want to deal with. This guy, John Swift in this case, handles all of that. And I think it's actually a very good spot for John Swift. He's got a multifaceted personality. did a really good job as the director of football operations for BYU for the past four seasons. I think this will actually be a job that he thrives in because he's so good at just handling things behind the scenes. Very few people know who John Swift is, but if you know who he is, you know how critical he has been to BYU's success. Now, Billy Nixon, who's going to take over that director of football operations role, his new responsibilities as he comes over from running equipment and player experience include uh, directing the daily, logis- daily logistics and operations of the football team. He handles the team's daily schedule, annual calendar, team communication, practice operations, and also football uh, and also travel itineraries. Excuse me. So he's going to be dealing with everything in terms of logistics for BYU football where they need to be, when they need to get there, what are they flying on, what kind of type of aircraft, what kind of Foods going on to the airplanes uh, in the hotels. He handles everything behind the scenes, and obviously having a guy with, on the Chief of Staff with John Swift, Swift will be able to help out with that as well as he takes over his role as Chief of Staff. The good news for Billy Nixon, he's also going to continue to work with the player experience side of things and also video operations. Billy has got a PhD. We've had him on this podcast. He's a very bright individual and he will thrive in this role. Everything that's been thrown at him during his time at BYU, he is absolutely taken and run with, and I expect that he will continue to do that as the DFO. Now, Jack DeMooney, obviously The hashtag himself, if you've seen him on social media, I just did the hashtag on video he is going to be the new director of football relations what it is, is he will lead the community outreach of the BYU football program uh, he'll continue to coordinate community service and other volunteer opportunities for team members he runs the True Blue Hero program and also will oversee alumni relations the alumni game they had at the end of spring ball this year all Jack to Mooney's work, he did that behind the scenes to build that out, he also will lead BYU's football summer camps and the missionary program of the football team, he also will probably continue to work with the recruiting side of things he's been Jason Ayu's help uh, in terms of helping with that, uh, he He's a BYU alumnus. Jack was a standout player for the Cougars in the 90s. He is about as gregarious a personality as you will ever meet with the BYU football program, and he's going to absolutely thrive in this position. Building relationships is maybe Jack Mooney's chief strength. I have always enjoyed getting to know him. They also welcome back Justin Anderson as the director of player personnel. Justin Anderson's got 17 years of experience in this realm. He's a former Cougar himself, spent time on the BYU staff before going with Bronco Mendenhall to Virginia. is actually bringing him over from East Carolina He'd recently taken a job with the Pirates, who BYU will face this season. Uh, they called ECU and said, hey, we'd like to talk to Justin Anderson. Anderson decided he wants to come home. His daughter recently made a run on American Idol before uh, departing the show due to some personal circumstances, which I don't know the details of, but that's another angle you guys may have heard that name, Justin Anderson. He is a very, very bright individual, and his job now will be to make sure that he is uh, looking at the managing the football roster for all prospective and current student-athletes athletes. At athletes, excuse me, including the onboarding and offboarding process for members of the official football roster. That is a much more involved process, especially with BYU having a number of missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints going out on missions and coming home to manage all that. He is going to be very critical this. He's essentially, for all intents and purposes, the GM of BYU football with regards to roster and making sure that they have the right numbers of guys and obviously making sure that guys going out of the program on missions, obviously leaving the program from graduation while also uh, managing guys coming in, keeping the numbers in order. It's been something BYU struggled with under Kalani Sitake multiple times in just six years under him. Justin Anderson's got a lot of experience. He'll be very critical in that regard. Now, Brandon Bradley takes over as the Director of Campus Experience, and this is from the release. As Director of Campus Experience, Bradley will focus on the on-campus experience for recruits and their families. He will oversee the planning, logistics, and execution of official and unofficial visits, and will design and oversee game day experience for recruits and their families. Among other responsibilities, he will also manage the transition to college life as incoming student athletes come to campus to join the program. Brandon Bradley, as you all know, his his knee was down let's be very clear about that up front uh, those of you who get that reference make sure to reach out to me I'd love nothing more than to be friends with you guys but he is a former BYU Cougar he has been through the recruiting process he's worked on it now as a liaison uh, at the high school level helping guys transition to, to the college game he is going to be very very critical in making sure that the visit system for BYU guys coming on official visits unofficial visits those photo shoots you see all over social media Brandon Bradley is going to be critical in all of this and I look forward to seeing him in this role Brandon also has a really really awesome beard right now I'm assuming he's got a beard card because he's been working at BYU for some time now Uh, from 2016 to 2018 he was the extramural sports program manager running the extramurals for BYU Uh, those included like lacrosse and rugby this guy knows what he's doing he comes to BYU football after spending the last four years in the student athlete life and learning center as an academic advisor so he's already working with success of BYU student athletes and the football program on the academic side of things he now just As the opportunity to talk to prospective student-athletes when they come to campus and make sure they know exactly what they're getting into when they come to BYU. On to Mike Hall here. And this is the one that's interesting to me about Mike Hall. Mike Hall is a former BYU basketball star. His dunk against Air Force in 2004, circa 2004, is maybe the best single in-game dunk I have ever seen from a BYU basketball player. If you have not seen it, just search out Mike Hall dunk. It'll show up on YouTube, and you will see him just absolutely jam on a dude from Air Force. Absolutely incredible. Mike Hall is now the director of player development for the football program. So him as a basketball star, how does this translate to the football program? Very uh, good question there, you're probably asking yourself. He will focus on off-field development for the football student-athletes. He will serve as the program's Built for Life liaison, focusing on life skills, learning sessions, internships opportunities, academic success and the transition to life after football for members of the team. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, how in the world does he know what he's doing? Well, he's been working with the Honor Code as an administrator, and I know the Honor Code has had a very poor reputation in BYU history, but he also has been a mentor and resource to students on campus, helping them adjust and follow the policies and practices found within the honor code. He also worked as an academic advisor with the BYU Student Athlete Life and Learning Center, and also has worked in various other roles at BYU since concluding his playing career in hoops. This is a guy who is very ingrained in what BYU is as a, is as a university, and he comes to it from more of an academic side where he can help guys. Okay, maybe football is not in your future. Here's what we can work with for you guys. We can do this. You can do that. You can look at these different opportunities, and it gives guys a more broadened perspective perspective with regards to their future prospects so many guys go into college not necessarily understanding what their prospects are as a student athlete uh, they obviously you're planning on going to the nfl let's be very frank about that every dream's hey i'm going to be a first round draft pick i'm going to go make my millions and then i'm going to live the sweet life for the rest of my life very few relatively actually get to live that experience so the goal for Mike Hall is to make sure guys have a platform from which if football doesn't pan out for them as they are planning on he'll encourage it I'm sure but if it doesn't work out he's going to give them something to work with behind the scenes and help spring the springboard them into their next phase of life now the final two guys I want to talk about here the final two positions created or one's not created one has been created is Josh Hewitt He is the lone true outsider coming to BYU. He is the new Director of Equipment Operations for the football program. He is just the fourth head football equipment manager in the past 75 years. This is a job that very few people have ever held. Obviously, uh, most recently, it was Billy Nixon taking over, but Mick Hill before him and Floyd Johnson before that. It's a super. Rich legacy. Uh, he has been coming to be. He comes to BYU from UNLV, previously working for Fresno State. Before that, in the Mountain West, he is a third-generation equipment manager. This is absolutely in his blood. I think he'll thrive. And the best part is, is Billy Nixon will be right there along the way to help him in this job. And why I said Josh Hewitt is the lone outsider. He is the only guy, so far as I'm aware, that comes to BYU where he doesn't have a connection to the university that I am aware of at this time. If he has a connection, I am unaware of it and that's the thing about this is most of these jobs that BYU has created are either guys getting new positions getting promoted or moving from different parts of the university and guys who have connection to BYU into these new roles. Dan Hewitt, not Dan Hewitt, uh, Josh Hewitt, excuse me is the lone outsider coming in here so you can accuse BYU of being insular and making sure that they take care of their own and in many ways they are but the good news is Kalani Sitake, he sees the football program as a family and he's rewarding that family with these new positions as much as possible. A guy like Josh Hewitt, you could find worse people to come in and take this position because this guy has learned at the foot of his grandfather and his father who both worked in football equipment operations. This guy will know what he's doing. I'm expecting he will hit the ground running. If you saw on his social media yesterday, I retweeted it at Jacob C. Hatch. He has already got new gear for BYU. I'm sure Billy Nixon had a hand in that, but he is just hitting the ground running. He knows what this takes to be successful at this level with regards to football equipment operations and best of luck to him as he comes to BYU. Now the final position is one that I think is going to be very, very critical and something that will directly impact performance on the field. That is that Dan Wilcox is now the Director of Football Sports Performance Nutrition. He has been providing t- uh, team nutritionist service for- services for BYU's football program for nearly a decade as part of the Elite Nutrition and Fitness Coaching System which he founded in 2012. With his new role in the football program, he's going to coordinate with other high performance areas such as strength and conditioning, sports medicine, Sports nutrition and mental health to clearly define the performance goals for individual athletes as well as the implementation of strategies and services to achieve those goals. The biggest thing for this is Dan Wilcox is going to take each one of these players at BYU and make sure that they have the best nutritional plan available to them to give them success. We all know that what you put in is what you get out in terms of what you do with your health. Well, Dan Wilcox, he's got 30 years devoted to understanding the science of the human body and the psychology of success. He will be using that to help BYU football players. This could have a direct impact on their performance on the field. You follow the guidelines that Dan Wilcox gives you as a BYU football player, guess what? You're going to be a better athlete. You're going to be better hydrated. You're going to be in better shape. You're going to just be a better overall person, athlete, and human being. Follow his directions. The good news is, All these positions, critical stuff, but may not be ones that you see on the field in direct uh, impacts, but a guy like Dan Wilcox absolutely has a direct impact on the on-field performance, making sure that these athletes are operating at peak efficiency and peak capacity as they go out there onto the gridiron. All right, so there you go. A lot on new off-field positions for BYU, but my overall message to you guys on this is every single one of these positions, I believe, is absolutely critical to BYU's on-field success. I think it is absolutely awesome that BYU is investing in this. I want to congratulate all eight of these individuals on their new roles and obviously a guy like Kalani Sitake, he's got to be ecstatic. He's finally seeing more money poured into his program. Some, Some very very fun news for the BYU Cougars. All right, as you round out today's show here momentarily, we'll get to our player countdown series. What is one of the best players that played in the backfield for BYU during the independent era? We'll talk about a guy who I feel like gets overlooked in the talk about running backs during the past 10 or so years in independence for BYU. We'll get to that here momentarily first though a word on our friends at bet online BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports information needs find all the latest sports developments league reviews and news including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the major league baseball season now at BetOnline.net, you also can get futures odds i just looked this up as i was recording the podcast byu right now to win the national championship in football this year the odds are 300 to 1. Put five bucks on that, it could pay off handsomely for you guys. So give it a shot, my friends. 300 to 1 odds right now at betonline.net. It is your resource for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action available to you now. It's all courtesy of your friends at BetOnline, where the game starts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. All right, time to round out today's show, but a quick reminder, thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Check it out on YouTube. Once again, just pointing down here to the corner if you're watching this on video, hit that click for new pods button right here. Make sure you guys are... Subscribe to the show. It pops up as soon as we release them, and you guys can stay up to, up to date on everything going on with the Cougs. All right, before we go on today's show, we're going to round out today's show with another one of our player countdown, and today we talk about one of the running backs who I feel, get, feel like gets overlooked in the pantheon of great BYU running backs in the past 10 or so years, and that is Algernon, a.k.a. Algie Brown, number 24 during his time at BYU, a fullback running back for the Cougars. I always enjoyed Algie when he played for the BYU football program. He's a member of the program from 2013 to 2016 out of Skyline High School in Salt Lake. And algae. You have guys like Jamal Williams out there, Curtis Brown, Harvey Unga, uh, most recently Tyler Algier. There have been some really, really good running backs. But a guy who worked behind the seeds and kind of toiled in anonymity at the running back position was Algie Brown. For his career, he had 259 carries, 1,349 yards, had a grand total of 13 touchdowns on the ground, also added 285 yards as a receiver out of the backfield and three touchdowns via the air. His best season came as a junior in 2015 when he had 100. 127 carries for 730. 731 yards and 11 touchdowns. And in many ways, he kind of took a backseat for many of the other years he played for BYU. But one thing I always will remember about Algie Brown was just his effervescent personality. I always enjoyed talking with this young man. He never had a bad word to say about anybody, it felt like. He went out there, got his job done. He had some injuries during his time at BYU that kind of precluded him from finishing his season, uh, finishing his career, excuse me, not a season. His senior season uh, was cut short, just 16 carries for 47 yards. It was not necessarily the senior season. He expected he tried to play football for a time uh, before that uh, during his playing career. I think he tried to play for the Alliance of American Football for a hot minute. Maybe one other one of those spring leagues he tried to try out for, but just never really panned out for him. But Algie, I've seen him around the program since then. He's got a great family now. He's married, has kids. It's really cool to see guys like this thrive off the field. We just talked about Mike Hall and him wanting to help uh, build BYU players for the future. Well, a guy like Algie Brown, yeah, football didn't necessarily pan out the way he probably envisioned it when he was a bright-eyed freshman in 2013 for BYU, but I can tell you this much. I'm sure Algie looks back at his time at BYU and says, you know what? That set me up for success in life. So Algie Brown is number 45 in our player countdown series. Uh, for those of you who may be new to this, what we are doing is we're doing a 100 day countdown to the BYU football season weekdays only because we're not doing podcasts on the weekends. So what we're doing is we're doing the 50 players we're calling the old timers, the all time BYU football players outside of the independent era we're doing 50 of those. And then we're doing also 50 players of the independent era as well. And it's at my my discretion this is my rankings guys that i'm counting down and as i have said on the independent era guys Just understand that I'm putting them as a number next to their name. Doesn't necessarily mean that they are, like, say, in case of Algie Brown. He's not the number 45 player. He could be interchanged, I feel like, with maybe the number 32 player in many circumstances. Just more of me recapping my decade-long tenure watching and covering BYU football as a professional. Guys I enjoyed watching, interacting with, and obviously tracking during their BYU career. So today's honoree is Algie Brown, Algernon Brown, BYU fullback slash Running back. All right, that is going to do it for today's edition of the show. Uh, By the way, I meant to talk today about a conversation I had with a person inside football uh, circles nationally that landed some insight as to some of those radical rule changes the NCAA has proposed and on the table right now, uh, in particular non-revenue uh, sports or Olympic sports getting unlimited scholarships what could uh, co- coaching staffs having unlimited uh, personnel in terms of coaches being available to them I had a conversation with somebody I meant to talk about that today but when the news breaks that BYU has hired new staff in BYU football you push that off and we'll get to that tomorrow on the show we'll talk about that so thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day want to encourage you guys now to get over to check out Locked On Big 12 is your second listen it is your daily Big 12 news show in less than 30 minutes with Big 12 experts Josh neighbors. I'm obviously a part of the big 12 Roundtable show that he does weekly as well. Always a fun thing and make that your second listen as we go out the door here on locked on Cougars. All right. That's going to do it for today's edition of the show. A huge thank you once again for your support. Hope you guys all have a great day. Whenever you hear this, this has been the locked on Cougars podcast for May 3rd, 2022. Hey, prime members. You can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on Amazon music.